Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay, produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji, we all of us are workers, united we must stand, until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face, we're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud And welcome to the Concrete Gang. And we're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and we're rapidly heading for spring. Good morning, Buzzer. Good morning, and it's the last round of the AFL this week and your team's not going to go much further, too. I thought I'd just throw that one right at you, right? Hey, listen, <laughs> who gives us stuff? <laughs> or I just thought I'd throw get that Get a draft there. choice, we don't care. <laughs> get a, you'll get the number one or yeah, number two. Yeah. Righto, good morning, Stringy. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, listeners. And good morning, Annie on the panel. Should I say good day because they could be podcasting. We are hip to the technology going out over the world wide web. I hope Gorilla's listening to us on the on the pod. He's probably on the super highway information. He won't be on the pod. He'll <laughs> nah. be on the pot. <laughs> I'm tipping he will be too. Oh, He'll come yeah. back in a fairly unfit and unhealthy state, do you think, or what? But Sun Ted. He, he did tell me he had a couple of dramas before he we went away. And I said, well, now's your time to go away and get healthy and fit. He said, oh, I think I'll leave it to him when I get back. The usual program. Uh, he's, he's pretty good at going hot or cold, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the gorillas are away for this show. He will be back with a vengeance, I'm sure, next week. But in the meantime... There's been plenty said, plenty done, and plenty happening around the industry. And uh, let's start with the code. The code. (laughs) The code. The thing that was going to redirect the whole Australian construction industry and was going to end the power and influence of the CFMEU. Um, again, the ideology again. of the government. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it's been a big week for the uh, <coughs> the hovercraft hairstyle of uh, Michaela Cash. Yes, poor old Michaela's been out there having plenty to say. Now, I've got to say, if you are a government, 
that says that you are concerned about business, that you are there for business, because that really is the whole society. It's all about business. Well, when a business behaves like a business, i.e. looks after their commercial interests, it's a bit hard to attack them, isn't it? It's like saying an insurance company shouldn't act like an insurance company. It's what happens. A rabid dog behaves like a rabid dog. Can I say, Turnbull keeps coming out and saying he's a strong leader. I'm a You've strong, changed the subject again. I'm a strong leader. If you're a strong footballer, you don't need to tell anyone. You just do it, don't you? You don't need to tell people, do you? Well, Michaela Cash has been telling people, and that's the story we're yeah. running with, okay? Yeah. The story is <laughs> that ProBuild and other parties have sought to negotiate a code-compliant agreement whereby they can continue to tender for government work and their subcontractors can tender for government work. And there is a bloody lot of government work around and coming up. But if we, as an organisation, are forced to do something, and if the CFMEU or the ETU or any other organisation is forced to do something, then obviously you want some compensation. What's the first thing the business says when you change the law about, for example, what goes on to cigarette packets? It's they want compensation. They want some kind of relief. They want something because it's all about their commercial situation. So here we are. We've had the code forced down our throats. It wasn't disallowed by the Senate. And therefore, we've negotiated a position where those people who have to be code compliant who no longer have to do what their EBA says, there has to be some compensation for the people who are working under that EBA. Pretty simple, basic thing. But Michaela Cash has gone off her head. The old uh, hairstyle is hovercrafting on top of her head. She's getting very excited and shit-canning everybody. But at the end of it all, what happens? People get on with business. And in the construction industry, we are getting on with business and not everyone's going to be happy all the time, but we're getting on with business. And that's what will actually have a better effect on the Australian economy than all Michaela Cash and all the bullshit she is talking about. But not to mention the NBA having a good sook up. And oh. uh, the beauty of that, though, I like ProBuild Pro did the job really here where the NBA was sooking up. And uh, their, their response was, we're proud of the agreement that has been reached, and we'd like to thank the NBA for their valued support in creating it, as well as the ABCC for their swift preliminary assessments. So uh, all the business Nigel, has been done. What ha- Nigel, what have you done? <laughs> well, the NBA is supposed to represent their members, like just like the CFMEU is supposed to represent its members. The NBA member is ProBuild and a number of other contractors and builders. So they're doing what they're supposed to do. But, Nige, you're supposed to represent Michaela. Mate, you stuffed this one up. Well, in a roundabout way, what she's saying is that um, she's trying to change, bring this code in because she reckons we've got too much influence. And then she's coming out saying the EBA that we've reached in good faith now to change the code with ProBuild is no good because she wants more influence in it to help suit businesses. Well, she better convince business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. We sat down and talked to them. This is what they want. She's got no this friends left. Uh, I think I think it's welcoming Uncle Nige to judicial review. Oh. It, 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 
have to watch oh, how you behave no, now, Uncle Nigel. Uh, you got three hills working in your office, subcontracting to you, and you can't even get that legal advice for nothing. Yeah. Oh, hard, dear. hard to find good ideologues these days. Indeed. However, let's just say there's also an inconsistency in Michaela's position. And as the Minister for Employment and Industrial Affairs, or whatever title this, that she happens to have this week, she's gone ahead and said that Telstra and other bodies who are involved in essential services, whether it be power or infra- uh, uh, communications infrastructure, they were going to be subject to the code. Well, guess what? They must have said something to her, and she suddenly worked out, da 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 I better change this around because this is going to stuff everything up and she's now decided that the code the construction industry code will not apply to these people who provide essential services and if they do any construction work and they do do some not a lot but they do do some it doesn't have to be code compliant So what we're going to do now is we're going to sign an agreement with Telstra for have our full non-code compliant agreement apply. eh? Does that sound good? I reckon that's an absolute bull terror. We'll go with that. Thanks, Michaela. You've done us a treat again. Allowing us to spread the love even further. But on a more serious note, there is, of course, a code, as we said last week, that is now unfortunately foisted upon us and there will be a group of employers who really have very little exposure to federal government-funded jobs who will be seeking to take advantage of the confusion and to try and get people to agree to changes in their current agreements, variations in their current agreements, to make them supposedly code-compliant, and they will try and pull all sorts of Swifties. And we'll come to ACI civil in due course. But in the meantime, people should be aware, should, people should be contacting their delegates, contacting their organisers. If, as people have done this week, they hear that there are meetings being called to vote on things and they don't really know what's going on. We have taken out the insurance policy. We have asked members to sign an authorisation that any variations or changes to their agreement have to be negotiated with the union on their behalf as individuals and we will therefore be able to stop the process getting out of hand. But I'm sure there'll be some people who, uh, well, let's just say, trying to take advantage of ignorance and let's face it, a lot of people don't really take much notice of what Michaela Cash says anyway, so they'll probably not think it's important till it gets to that vote. Anyway... Beware, we've got lots to talk about in due course. Now, let's just talk about someone who does do EBAs and leave a lot to be desired. Cheerio to all the boys and girls at the AWU. We did read with some interest the uh, story in The Australian. Where else but the Australian would you do a story on the AWU? Yes, there's a new uh, National Secretary called Daniel Walton, who, uh, shall we say, Stringy, is um, making some big claims. The value of those claims to his position as a National Union official is a bit doubtful, but I'm sure that you will outline them for us. 
If you're a union leader and the Australian is singing your praises, you've got to take a second look at yourself, I reckon. <laughs> I would open my eyes, open my ears and go, what the have I got myself into here? I must have taken a wrong turn somewhere and... That seems to be what's happened to little poor old Daniel, or young Daniel, as, as the Australian's keen to point out, that at only 34 years old, he has uh, gone out and strong-armed his membership into taking wage cuts. Um, Could you just repeat that, please? Oh, wait, hang on. It's not quite how he phrases it, but uh, you know, he's, he's sat across highly experienced uh, negotiators, and he's, he's, he won't be strong-armed, no, no. He has secured concessions from union members that proved critical to the company's profits. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> he's now very happy to report that these steel companies are highly profitable and successful. Um, and it wasn't easy to get members to accept these these wage cuts, but at, at just 34, he's, he's able to do it. Where did he come from? Uh, well, he's done nothing bar... Um, work for a union, as far as I can gather. Yeah, I don't think he did much time on the, another one. Wouldn't have done much time on the job for. Well, he's boat. a, uh, I think third, a third family na- connection. Third national secretary in probably three years. Anyway, Daniel, in the great tradition of the AWU, you have uh, met the criteria. <laughs> Indeed, and here's maybe the AWU put this up as their new slogan. People pay union fees to get industrial advice. No, they pay union fees to get pay and conditions. Da 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 da. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he's got the theory wrong there, isn't he? <laughs> but he says we can't keep doing things the old way. So presumably, the old way is to get pay increases and and improve conditions. We can't keep doing that, according to Daniel. We have to, uh, in, in a time of stagnant wage growth, <laughs> Daniel's. Did Daniel bring us backwards? Sounds like a couple of matters that were raised in the Royal Commission, but we won't go into that now. (laughs) Just to say that CPB, the old Leightons, and the AWU are sitting down to do a one-union agreement for the Western Distributor, a state government project. You reckon that's going to be acceptable to the bulk of this industry? You're kidding yourselves. AWU... I know if you didn't exist, the bosses would invent you, but don't think we're going to cop it. Anyway, we might now go to a track.
Jefferson John in the Id. Well, we're all under a little bit of pressure, but we can take it. We've been under pressure for God knows how many years, so what's changed? Righto, let's have a little chat about some things that also don't change. Element five. Oh, they do not change. And I'll tell you another thing that doesn't change. The APCC. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Rather, en- enlighten us, Stringy. Well, just to, to highlight, because you're probably sick of us banging on about it to, a, to an extent, um, but just to highlight that Element 5 do not learn, we should point out that the Merrick's North Winery site, we've been going through the WorkSafe records, and, and I'll explain why in a sec, but the Merrick's North Winery site where Chris Kuchigaris was killed, um, WorkSafe visited there about four times last year and found fall from heights risks, you know, trenching problems, not shored up, you know, issued issued notices um, and entry reports that we've all gone through, and yet they do not change what they do, and the tragic death of Chris is a result of that. Um, so if people don't believe us when we say Element 5 don't learn and don't change, well, there's your evidence. It's not just us. Um, but uh, we're trying to highlight that, and there's been some radio ads running on commercial stations you might have heard, uh, and they no longer mention Element 5 VCON by name because the the lawyers got very excited and the, the radio station got too scared and pulled the ad. But the ad was re-recorded without mentioning um, Element 5 VCON by name, just referring to a website that then gives you the full story. Um, but they're, that's not ha- they're not happy about that either. So the lawyers are saying, oh, no, even though you're not mentioning the company and even though you can't defame a company, we still reckon you're, being, you're, you're defaming us. And how do we know that? How do they know that they've dun, either been defamed? Dun, dun, dun. They've received a phone call. They've received a phone call from the ABCC. Hey, great. What? Absolute <laughs> free legal advice from the ABCC. Not sure how that comes under their legislative uh, role, but these persons that have been making calls include Simon Caruana. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> what? So rather than out being out there ensuring the, the stability of the industry, the safety in the industry, which apparently is what they're all about, um, they're listening to 3AW and calling up Element 5, sucking up, saying, oh, they're saying it again. It's all about you. I know it is. But you said about putting notices on. The biggest problem is they don't prosecute them. I put notice on, notice on, all these notices. Where's the prosecutions? Well, we'll come back to WorkSafe. We know how bad they are. But the point is the ABCC spending their time giving free legal advice to companies that are a safety disgrace. And uh, and and now, without any shame, we, the lawyers are writing up letters naming the, the ABCC. So They dobbed you in, Nigel. <laughs> Da, 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 da. What's next on the agenda? Are you sure that's a good use of your time, Nigel? Well, that's correct. I don't want to jump in because I'm pretty good but at doing we are, that. We are going to make a, a little announcement. Yes. That uh, despite all the hysteria that our Minister for Employment and Industrial Relations, Michaela Cash, has tried to make out of uh, some comments that uh, John Shetka made at the last rally in Melbourne, the Australian Federal Police and VicPol um, are not proceeding with any further investigation. Well, there suggests you go. that 
Bullshit baffles brains, but once you start believing your own bullshit, you're in a bit of trouble, Michaela. Right. Maybe you should just use some of the bullshit to keep your hair down. In oh, the yeah. She's modelled on Margaret Thatcher, hasn't she? Oh. Victoria, Victoria oh. Police took one day to decide that Elm, an Elmwood Five boss was genuinely had something to answer for, for threats and abuse. Yeah. But uh, when it comes to the union you know, doing a speech at a rally, <laughs> nope, nope, nothing to see there. Anyway, moving right along, we're going to start Scallywags early because we have a huge number of Scallywags. I want to quickly give one too, and I know it's not in the industry. Dorovich, Health Service Union, haven't had a pay rise in 10 years, $21 an hour. They got offered by their boss a gingerbread man. Now, come on. <laughs> We've got to do better than that, don't we? Please. <laughs> 89 workers walked off the job, uh, walked off the jo- uh, were in dispute, and we had 600 more walk off the job in dispute. But I think it could be nearly settled, that dispute. So it should be if you're on 21. Two more. gingerbread men. Yeah, yeah. two. <laughs> uh, what we, else have we got? We've got a list longer than the list of Macaulay Cash's friends, that's for sure. That's right. <laughs> We've already passed her list. Uh, Grocon up in Queensland. No, hang on, hang on. Oh. Uh, let's go through and start with A. A? A-C-O. Oh, please. <laughs> this company, oh, I've had that many meetings with them. I'm not, not one more. When you get keep getting told lies and absolute distortions of truth every single time and they keep changing the ballpark, they are the kings of it, ACI, let me tell you. Right. And now they're uh, telling their employees that they're going to have to be fronting up to a meeting in a week's time to vote on their EBA. Well, they have an EBA in place right now, and to change it, guess what? There's a problem for the management of ACI and their industrial advisors because their employees have signed authorisation for the union to represent them in any discussions about their EBA. Oh dear, hard luck. Nice try. Of course, uh, the next one is C for cash. (laughs) Take the money and run, Michaela, because you're not going to get any glory out of all this stuff. I think they've uh, given you the shit job and you're only going to look bad. The party of capitalism criticising self-interest. Dear, oh dear. Righto. E comes next. Element five. We're not sure whether we should say that they are, you know, trying to shut down uh, freedom of expression in terms of radio ads, and or, or we should give them a com- absolutely compliment for giving up Nigel Hatchkiss and his crew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a bit hard. I mean, we're in a bit of a quandary here. Keep the legal letters coming. Yep, and then we go on to G for Grocon. Up in Queensland, they've sent some subbies broke up there on the Commonwealth Games Village, that's correct. And on top of that, they're getting sued by Vic Rhodes for the disaster, was, right, which was the Victorian uh, Comprehensive Cancer Centre in, uh, in Parkville. And Shutting down Elizabeth Street. They shut down Parade. Elizabeth Street and the traffic management alone cost 700000 bucks because they had to close it for so long. Jeez, Daniel, top job, son. Top job. A few extra expenses and they're up for a million dollars. Yeah, that's what, what is that? Three times what they copped for killing three people? Indeed. Yes, they got off cheap, but maybe the old wheel's turning. Now, moving right along, I'm going to na- do something a bit extraordinary here. I'm going to name Joe Miles, an organiser with the CFMEU, because I think 
that what he's done is gone out of his way to promote the equal opportunity marriage uh, clause for one reason and one reason only. Self-interest. Correct, because every time these matters and the dual citizenship comes up, Joe's matter in the High Court gets put back. <laughs> that's desperate, <laughs> that's, Joe. That's, de- that's desperate, Joe. That's desperate. <laughs> Using a very valid cause to uh, protect yourself. I could make a joke at your expense, Joe, but I won't. I'll just, we'll leave it at that. Now, we'll go on. Just let another... people get married already, Joe, and then get, have your day in court. Yeah, the High Court. <laughs> Righto. Rising star. Oh, now, yeah, here's a little they're, story. They're the king of changing hey. the compliances. Talk about shifty business. Rising Star brought a whole lot of poor Chinese people into the office last Monday and tried to sign them all up into the union. And obviously, people were asked to prove their identity if they were signing the card because they were signing it in Chinese. So they all produced their passports. On the passport was marked, not allowed to work in Australia. <laughs> right. I'm sure Rising Star will find some shifty way to get around this, but you deserve to get named. Now, the next one. <laughs> That's about as good as Michaela Cash. These yeah. people don't do their homework. Yeah. Now, Julie Bishop. Oh, yeah. Right. Big controversy oh. in the week because the head of Australian intelligence met with the president of the Philippines, who is in a campaign of mass murder. Anyone who's anything to do with the taking or selling of drugs is allowed to be shot on the spot, and thousands of people have been killed in this. And she got up there and defended, because he got on television and gave the uh, the fist salute with Duarte, the uh, president of the Philippines, who's running this campaign, and she praised them, and they're going to stand up against the ISIS, and they're going to do. It's also important, and don't belittle it. Fist bumper mass and murder. This, this is a person who attacked the other half of the Anzac tradition. <laughs> yes, good old Julie. She attacked our friends and comrades from across the ditch. Foreign interference. Foreign interference, oh. eh? Julie, you're full of shit. Isn't Barnaby Joyce the foreign interference? <laughs> anyway. Him and his hat. The hat's not really cut. Right, no, we're, 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 get, we're getting there. <laughs> Chevron. Chevron, what a great yeah. victory during the week. Um, the campaign on these multinational companies not paying any tax. And we've had a victory. Well, we haven't seen the money yet, but the courts have ruled $340 million. Right, Fulton Hogan for a little incident out at Heidelberg. Indeed, a truck rolling down the mud almost onto the railway tracks. That is no way to run a job. And last but not least, Bob Day took all this money. Oh, dear, Bob, you keep giving. We're going to go out in the same old way in a second when we've declared the winner to be... uh, Who are we going? Joe? No, no, (laughs) Michaela Cash. Michaela? Yeah. Michaela Cash. Cash. And Joe Miles for the sookie, sookie, la, la. Hey? Go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight, you lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. They came out of nowhere, a God-fearing man. Dreamed of a world 
he was born to command The love of the people he was yearning to win They came to call him the master of spin He was born in a time full of darkness and fear You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.